0: college football experience week 1 preview and picks for Saturday, Sunday and Monday on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our very own Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests including our NFL win totals contest with a $1000 prize on the line. Join today at slash patreon we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win fifteen million dollars in prizes with Best Ball Mania Four. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the promo code SGP. New customers can score two. Hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by our college football bankroll challenge. Yes, up to three thousand dollars is up for grabs. Get all the details at slash bankroll. That is slash bankroll.
1: Hey folks, this is Bud Foster. You're listening to It. Let's let it ride.
0: Experience Week One preview and picks for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. In case you're wondering about Thursday and Friday, we got that episode already out there. Go listen to that one. And uh, if you're wondering why that uh, Dundee at noon kickoff show has not been happening on Tuesday and Wednesday, it's because I am not in studio. I'm where I'm home, where I am uh, currently fighting, fighting. the wuhan flu perhaps i don't know <laughs> fighting something uh, either way you have looked better before <laughs> i feel like a bundle of shit right now like an absolute bundle of shit right now i i feel like so, the way bobby petrino probably felt at that press conference all right
1: some people just can't handle week 0 <laughs> that's that's true that is true
2: overwhelming <laughs>
0: very overwhelming uh folks if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to my name is Colby swing database dad aka pick Dundee, that's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would've killed a normal man, but now nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, It's like being hit by lightning, pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Yes. Pretend the Wuhan flu never happened and get along. You thought that thing was going to take me out. I'll be honest. What I, what I did was this. I told myself I want to get sick right before the season. So during the season, I'm not sick. You know, <laughs> that's next level. Uh, so I, I went out. I went out to the subway in Los Angeles. And started licking the ground. All right. Said, "Give me whatever you got. Give me whatever the fuck you got." Well played. Yeah. Well played. I am joined by my co-host. Uh, nice little. He's got a little projector in the uh, above his wow. fireplace over there. Uh, <laughs> give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the Burrito Eaten. Sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be.
2: Hi, Let's go, buddy. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Yeah,
0: Caden's right. Week
2: one. Caden is right. Sickness like indoor football.
0: Yes. That is a very, very nope. sick thing. Look, I live at Venice Beach, too, where like the most common, you know, injury in a game of flag football is hepatitis C. So look, maybe, maybe that happened <laughs> to me. His immune system. Yes, my immune system is uh yeah, there's a lot of, a lot Did of you step on a needle. Certainly <laughs> possible. I go walk my dog at that beach. So uh third man in the booth, uh, the DFS got himself. We invite you to come play DFS Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Oh my God. Who else is doing that? Huh? Well, I guess a shit ton of other people, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, Tobacco Road living, the free luck giving farmer, farmer, Hernando Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. Week one is here. Hell yeah! Let's go. Let's go. First down. Um. <laughs> So we do have news before we just start picking games. Shout out to the chat. Everyone's, everyone's moving along, talking about games and stuff. Um, it's a bad moon is rising in salt Lake city because cam rising and the tight end, uh Kuthi? Yeah. Kuthy. Oh man. Uh, Kuthi. Yeah. He's a stud both not playing or doubtful to be playing against the Florida Gators. If folks don't remember, Utah's second string quarterback a couple of weeks ago got out for the year. So it will be their third or fourth string quarterback. I, I hear they might work two in the mix. We also have news that uh uh Mac McNamara for the Iowa Hawkeyes not playing against the Utah State Aggies. So Petrus, Petris, maybe Petris. I, I I'm, I'm curious who's gonna get the start. But Folks, uh before we dive into those games, uh, what do you, what do you make
2: of that news there, Patty C? Uh I mean that's huge. As we uh, mentioned before, obviously Kuthi uh uh 3 times, second team all uh Pac-12. Um so, you know, obviously losing Kincaid to the draft was big in the second round, but Kuthi was supposed to be the guy that stepped up and replaced and replaced all that production and uh don't hate on my dresser GBO farms. Uh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then you combine that with Cam Rising, and uh, look, th- that offense is just probably going to bog down quite a bit. Yeah,
1: we we, we all knew this was a, a possibility, and now the line is back down to four, and I bet you it comes down even more. So, uh, like we were saying on our Monday pod, we knew this was a possibility. I'm still going to go Utah,
0: and GBO Farm saying the excuses the excuses will fl- will fly now, just like uh, when Florida played Oregon State in the bowl game. <laughs> and 30 players didn't play. Apparently I'd, I'd like I mean, you your starting re- quarterback's you kind of a big deal, you yeah. know, but especially when you have a Heisman contending starting quarterback. Um, I just don't like a Tennessee vault guy rooting for the Gators. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong? This is the world coming to it's fucking yeah. disgusting. That's why we hate the sec. That's, <laughs> that's honestly why we hate the sec,
1: you know, with this whole realignment thing though, I've noticed it with other conferences too. All of a sudden, like everybody's a fan of the whole conference, you know, and, and discuss still root for
0: their hated rivals.
2: Disgusting.
0: All of it. Disgusting.
2: Uh. I don't know. Is that but, reason to, uh, to love Notre Dame? I know that's been a hard thing for you to do for your whole life, but look, Notre Dame's kind of the all American team. And you know, maybe they're just ahead of the curve in, in terms of uh, uh, creating stability for themselves. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. We're supposed to be rooting for Notre Dame. Who's urging the ACC to grab Stanford and Cal when they're not even in the fucking conference. Fuck Notre Dame too. All right. Add them to that list. Little bitches. Oh, oh, you guys should do this. Be a part of the conference. But what about us? Oh, oh no, no, no. We're, we're not going to do it. Are you crazy? No, no, only in football too. Yeah, yeah exactly. You don't fuck, be Independent, be independent everywhere
2: across the board. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All I right? just, you guys are just poor, poor businessmen. You know, they have established independence in the most uh, financially, uh, impactful sport. And, uh, they are maintaining their own, uh, you know, they're, they're floating their own boat. You guys don't like it because they're good enough to do it. And you guys are haters. You're, yeah. you're your love for well, the little guy, well, right? Well, why, is, why don't you play Navy
0: in Annapolis? And then we'll then talk to me. All right. You got a hundred year old rivalry. <laughs> you never once played in fucking Annapolis. Fuck we, we all Dame, know the right? best.
1: The best independent teams, UMass, anyway, right? That's right. After last week, <laughs>
0: shit. We should talk about that. Northeast football officially got to be back when UConn beats NC State <laughs> tomorrow, ah. right? Because I mean, UMass looking fantastic, guys. UConn, more of bowling a year ago. Let's go! Let's go! These football all the way up. Thirty-eight oh two saying take Utah take Utah. Now let's go 26 and two in the last seven years. And
2: one of those losses is moving fast. Oh,
0: go ahead. No, one of those losses was during COVID too. So they didn't have fans. So it was like, you could play that anywhere. It doesn't Doesn't count. Yeah.
2: I mean, I don't know what it is about the state of Utah. I think that's across the board in all of their sports, but definitely the university of Utah, super home field advantage.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. Just coughing up uh, some, 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 some (laughs) magic stuff. Um,
2: (laughs) Anyway, folks,
0: uh, look, let's get to picking games. All right. Want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by the college football bankroll challenge. Yes. College football is back. And to celebrate SGPN has given away a bunch of cash in our college football bankroll challenge. It's free to enter. It's a season long contest, thousand dollars to uh, first place, $500 to second place. But the prize doubles to two thousand and a thousand, if you're a Patreon for the college football season, go to sports slash bankroll or click the link in the app. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. College football fans, are you ready for Week One? DraftKings Sportsbooks is hooking you up with a can't miss offer to start the season strong this week. New customers can bet just five dollars, five dollars on any college football bet and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Your team could go unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Oh shit, Boise State was a community college in like 1980, I feel like. Uh change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock is uh, you know, the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. All right. Like Colorado plus twenty-one against TCU. What are you doing? Hop on over there. Bet that five dollars. Get the two hundred actually bet more than five dollars. But if you only have I recommend you bet that instead of spending it on whatever bullshit you got going on in your life. All right, look that you might need spend it anyway. Well, you can hold out until Saturday afternoon. All right. There you go. All right. You know, you're you'll be fine. Look, life's more noodles
2: and then take Colorado and you'll be eating good on Saturday night. There you go. You're going to be feeling like prime. All right.
0: You're going to be, you're going to walk into the restaurant and say, I want to buy all the booths. Everyone else got to leave. Like when prime came into the Colorado locker room. Said, all right, you guys, there's going to be a lot of change going on. You get out of here. All right, look, life's more fun when you're in on the action. Let's be honest. All right, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash sport or slash football terms. Whew. All right, we are back on the college football. It feels uh, it feels good to be talking about games. I, I I I do feel like ass, but and a full slate of <clears throat> games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Oh, look at this thirty eight oh two. What's this? Wh- what is this professional YouTube pub? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. All right, <laughs> Noah Beedick behind the scenes doing doing the damn thing. Patty C's got a fancy coffee mug. Oh yeah, <laughs> NC Nick's got a map of the United States. Unbelievable. That's uh, every brewery in the United States. Now it's a little it's a little
1: outdated. It's only about five years old or so, ten See, years old maybe something like that.
0: I, I I enjoy that they don't even have Mexico. Even all out, out, look at that. It's just it's just the ocean, huh? It's Just the yonder. So I,
1: it's just our um, country, damn it!
0: Yeah, <laughs> America. <laughs> don't big
1: Big Twelve fans, cover your ears. Uh, <laughs> Until there's a college yeah. football team in Mexico, uh, you know, uh, they won't talk about that. Uh, that.
0: I got you covered on that, buddy. I've watched oh, the Mexican yeah? college football, so the, uh, I'll, send I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link, folks. Uh, let's start things off with a bang here, Week One. Let me get some music going because I feel like you know me being sick. The only remedy to fix this sickness. What a twist Walkins a I need more cowbell. <laughs> we'll pick that knee needs more football games, baby. Let's go. All right. Week one is here. And we start things off with a bang. They call this thing. Big noon kickoff. They got a bunch of squares and urban Meyer, uh, but uh, you guys, how do you guys feel about that TV? Like I, I, I appreciate the college game day. Like I, I feel like that's a pretty good. Harmony of people, but the Big Noon one, I feel like it's force fed. How do you guys feel about that one?
2: So who, who are the? Uh, it's Big Noon is Reggie Bush, uh,
0: Liner, uh, Liner, like, this Brady guy with Quinn. blonde hair, like this uh, the ultimate butt munch.
2: I, I don't know his name, but <laughs> and then like, Urban Meyer, who's got his yeah. hands up every asshole in Cincinnati. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would say that I, I this, prefer ESPN's Game Day personally. Yeah,
0: yeah. I just feel I like Big Noon's something is Sure, yeah, sure. Pollock's great, but I feel like ESPN's is just a lot better than Big Noon's. Yeah, Um, and I and I hate on pretty much everything ESPN, but they still do
1: a good pregame show for college football and college basketball. Just,
0: just don't wheel out Lee Corso in that wheelchair. All right, all right. Look, (laughs) please. All right, Stephen Hawking died. (laughs) All right, Stephen Hawking died a couple years ago. God rest his soul. But we do not need to see a 2.0 version of that. Uh, (laughs) Corso is now the new Stephen (laughs) Hawking. (laughs) Didn't think I'd hear that today. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sick. I'm on meds, so we might have to delete this episode. Um. Anyway, guys. Uh. 9 a.m. Kick. Colorado, heading to Fort Worth, Texas, take on the Texas Christian Horn Frogs. TCU Horn Frogs, the reigning, reigning uh runners up in the national championship. Colorado's catching 20 and a half or 21. Search around. Uh. The over under sitting at 63 and a half. I mean, get this shit out of here. I see a plus seven fifty on the money line. <laughs> the guy, just watch him go. The oh no, it's turn things off the lock? For sure. Like th- there's no way this is not hitting. I actually think they're a live dog. They run the same offense. People will say Colorado doesn't have the depth. And I agree. They don't have the depth throughout the season. For one game uh, against a team that runs the same exact offense, I think Colorado is going to fuck with them. And I also think TCU lost so much production from a year ago, might that, take them a little uh, while. Yeah, then it might take them a little bit here.
1: And we have no idea if Chandler Morris is any good.
0: Very true. Uh, just because you're an Oklahoma recruit doesn't, doesn't,
1: doesn't mean you're a stud. All right. This, this TCU Colorado game was pretty close week one last year. Well, closer was, than what people, yeah. people might realize. And two years ago, TCU was I, I believe they were five and 17. Yeah. So I don't think TCU takes a gigantic step back this year, but it's a bit of a reset. And with, I mean, yeah there's so many questions, the question marks with Colorado, but uh, I'm with you. I'm going to take the
2: points. I'm not going to lock it up though here's, here's why I'm a little worried about this. Sean, uh, Sean Lewis comes in and he uh, he's, he's got a kind of a ground-based attack. And I don't feel that's the strength of Colorado's uh, skills, uh, skill players, obviously good receivers and Shadur Sanders, assuming he's, you know, can replicate the production he had at Jackson state, then they're kind of a pass. Oriented no, team. I, and um,
0: they got McCaskill, the freshman AAC player of the year at the running back spot. Also Kavasi Smoke,
2: and uh, we got a couple and,
0: good backs. And and a, well, and a guy they flipped from Notre Dame. That's a freshman.
2: Okay, so maybe I mean because yeah. Kent State last year 89th in uh, passing or 89th in yeah passing, 22nd in rushing. So maybe if they do have backs, they'll keep it close. Either way, I expect some regression from TCU, and they didn't blow out a lot of teams last year. So I'll ride with you. I'll go Colorado here.
0: Yeah, another thing is, I also think that was the Schley's first year. Dustin Crom uh, was the quarterback the year before. And don't um, forget, Kent State played like
1: Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, yeah, USC out of conference. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs>
2: couldn't you get that ground missed. game going. Why would their running backs be, or their rushing games be so much more uh, prolific than their passing game in that situation? You would think if they're playing from behind, the passing attack should be uh, putting up the numbers. But I think it's a run-based attack. So, but. I don't know. I'd have to do multiple years of study on that, but that's kind of my impression of Sean Lewis's offense.
0: Uh, Thirty-eight hundred two talking about Dion's comments about Florida State. I enjoyed them because I don't know how people. I, I'd be curious to see all of the former Florida State alums because I know Lavernius Coles has a strong feeling of disliking to his former alma mater, Florida State, as well. Um, <laughs> what, what, what's the issue? Well, Lavernius Coles. he was part of uh, like him and three other players, I think. Some
1: legal issue, right? Uh,
0: Shoplifting, they, and no, uh, like they—they went—they went through a sports authority or something, and they didn't get ringed up. They knew they were not going to get ringed up, but apparently, like Bowden only backed, like I don't, maybe it was Peter Wark, I don't know, like something, something in there that that the way he was treated as opposed to exactly the other players. what you would expect yeah.
2: to happen at Florida State. Yeah, <laughs> everything you would <laughs> expect to happen.
0: Yeah. I forget the exact story, but I know Lavernius Coles, definitely not a fan of Florida state. And when Monday night football would run through, he would never say Florida state. He would say, you know, his high school or whatever. So uh, Dion apparently on the same, on the same wavelength. I don't know. Um, Flu episode. Yes, you are right. Shout out to Moneyline Mac. Um, All right. Now it's time guys. I I will start things up with two straight locks because I think I know where we're going. Yeah, I mean the disrespect <laughs> is unbelievable, Unfucking fucking believable. East Carolina travels to Ann Arbor. I noticed Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, you're a tough guy. You might have punched Jim Kelly in the face, but you're still a pussy because you self imposed a ban because you didn't want to face the East Carolina Pirates. <laughs>
1: That's what it was. All
0: right, you never faced ECU before, and you probably never will. Cause guess what? When we come into your little stinking little city with your little burgers, you're selling everybody, right? You're buying everybody burgers. All right. Let me tell you something. ECU is going to come in there and they're not going to be the first North Carolina school to go up to your filthy little big house and get the dub. All right. They're going to be the second. All right. ECU plus 36. Are you just don't insult me. Don't insult me. I mean, come <laughs> on. We are good along the line of scrimmage on the offensive line on the defensive line. That's enough for us to stay in this game. ECU you two.
1: lost a lot. Brand new, take the, 36. take the thirty-six. Brand new quarterback Mason Garcia, first ever start
0: and the biggest highest house. recruit ever from ECU.
1: Let's go. Um, we talked about it Monday. How about that parlay? How about the uh, Colby Dant, you know, favorite team parlay? Buffs money line, ECU money line.
0: <laughs> I like it let's go let's have fun with this um, because when you're at East Carolina you go for it every time
1: or you don't coach at East Carolina you don't come to East Carolina you don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart
0: right it Folks let me I, and Patty see I didn't mean to step on you there but oh, you're good. Uh, Armani Edwards no one had heard of him before he uh, went into the big house
2: all right so Mason Garcia let's fucking go. How you see, oh. what were you going to say, make it happen? I mean, Michigan number five rushing offense in the country last year, East Carolina at number 19 rushing defense in the country. Yeah. That's what Mike Houston does. I watched the guy pretty closely at JMU. He builds tough, uh, you know, he plays fundamental football and that's what Michigan's built on. I think that this game is going to be closer than 36. I will lock it with you.
0: <laughs> oh. Let's fucking go. We are locking up the Pirates in Ann Arbor. I'm starting to not feel sick anymore talking a little ECU football. 36. This is the most disrespectful of distractions
1: at Michigan.
0: Why is Rutgers always getting like when Rutgers plays Michigan the line's like 24. You're you're telling me ECU is get the fuck out of here. 36 and a half points. 36. I with you guys.
1: Michigan wins 41-17. Locking ECU it? covers.
0: Well, why not? Let's go. Ah, there we go. Let's. And look, fuck it, This is the line. I'll go back to the well. I mean, the disrespect. The disrespect. <laughs> Unfucking believable. All right, moving along. Flaming Libs have a brand new head football coach. His name is Jamie Chadwell. Uh, Liberty, laying. What I'm currently seeing is nine and a half against Scotty Leffler and the Bowling Green Falcons, man, I lean, I gotta, I gotta go Liberty. Even though I think it's first game, new system. I feel like if this jumps back up to ten and a half, you take Bowling Green at nine and a half, I'll take the flaming libs, Nick. I'm going to repeat something a few times on
1: this show. New coach, new system, new quarterback. I'm looking to fade most of those teams at least. I'm actually going to grab the points. I don't feel good about this game, but
2: I'm going to take the points.
0: Patty C., what do you doing with the Flaming Libs and uh, Scotty Leffler?
2: I think, uh, you know, Jamie Chadwell's system, while a little bit different than uh, what Hugh Freeze was doing at Liberty last year, it's still got, you know, similar elements and similar. Skill sets being highlighted, usually a mobile quarterback, usually spreading the ball around a little bit. So I don't think it's going to be, you know, a complete overhaul of the system that's necessary. And look, fade Scotty Leffler. He might have fooled me last year. I'm not buying it two years in a row, you know? Uh, I think Liberty rolls here big. Lock Ooh. it up. Oh, give me the flames. Locking it. I'm not, I'm not getting locked. Happy. I, I okay. like the ECU. We got, we got a
1: lot of games here. True. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't
0: need to lock everyone. That's right. Uh, all right. Listen, next, you, you
2: made a decent point. New quarterback, new coach, maybe, maybe hold off on the lock on that one.
0: Next up, you got Curtis Rourke and these, all oh, the breaks taken on the fucking long Island shocks. Uh, Curtis works in a play guys. I think he's going to play according to the
1: interwebs. I saw um, Jacoby Jones is questionable. One of the receivers. I didn't see a line on this game yet. You got one
0: Uh, 41 and a half is the line I'm seeing the fucking long Island shocks are red hot at the end of the season last year. And Ron Cooper, that was his first year as head coach (laughs) of the fucking shocks. They got Stan at the quarterback spot uh, and they bring back a lot. They bring back a lot. Uh, So I'll take the points, but I don't feel great about it. What are you doing here? NC Nick,
1: I'm tempted to take the points too. Cause if Ohio is a little bit of bad, you know, a little banged up, they're probably going to take an early lead. Uh, last year Toledo only beat him 37 to nothing. So uh sure. Yeah. Give me the points,
0: Patty C Trent Green, Trent Green's son was playing with long Island last year, but he graduated and he was kind of
2: a lawn chair. Uh, <laughs> Look, so I don't care. The sharks have such a long way to go. Ohio last week did a pretty good job against uh, San Diego State. Curtis Work was eight of ten. C.J. Harris terrible, eighteen of forty one. They would have won if Work played the whole game, probably. Um, and even still, C.J. Harris has some live game reps now, so maybe he's a little settled in. Either way, I think uh, Ohio rolls.
0: Mm, lay laying the big. The big spread against the fucking <laughs> shocks. Uh, okay, folks, we got a bunch of more games, but before we get to that, want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes, folks, August, it's August 30th. All right. What the hell are you doing? You got to get your fantasy drafts in. All right. I've already done mine. I got my college, got my pro. I'm ready to roll. All right. So get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on underdog fantasy. All you have to do if you've never done best ball is one snake draft, no waivers, no trades. You set it, forget about it. And underdog does the rest. Uh, and look, best ball mania tournament that underdogs doing is the largest fantasy football contest of all time with $15 million in total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. Do you have what it takes to win it all folks? Uh, the time is now the last day of the draft is uh September 7th. So that door is shutting visit underdogfantasy.com. Find them in the app store and sign up with the promo code SGPN. to you get your first deposit doubled up to a hundred dollars. That's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. Concerned with your play call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also brought to you by sports gambling podcast, Patreon. Make sure you check out the sports gambling podcast, Patreon. Be part of the family. It's always feels good to uh, look, you know, be a part of a family, be a part of something special, you know? So, uh, you know, sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals contest with a $1,000 first place prize. So check it out. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. Oh, man. I got, I got, I'm tired. Hit telling that you, mute button. Where's that <laughs> mute button? I don't know. I need that mute button. on the uh, um, bottom
1: left on your uh, StreamYard screen.
0: Uh, okay.
2: Now, mm-hmm. fans need to hear it. They yeah. need to hear the grind that Colby's going through. He suffers. Yeah. He suffers
1: for his fans. Yeah, That's
0: right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's let's jump on over to Iowa City. No Cade McNamara, no problem. Heard Kirk Ferentz said his favorite win of all time. One of his favorites was the six to four win against the Penn State. I the knew the you'd day. appreciate that one. <laughs> yes, he's a and and I did see that when he was scouting Utah State. He was like, I really like their punter. <laughs> Utah State's got a good punter. Um. Anyway, that line has dipped down. This was at 26 and a half with the McNamara news. It's down to 23 and a half. I think it's too much. I don't know if it's Petrus. I don't know if it's the other kid they brought in. They brought in a, a transfer from Wisconsin. Um, either way, I'm going to take the Aggies of Utah state to cover it with the uncertainty. Do I feel great about it? No, but I will take the points. Patty C. What are you doing here in Iowa city?
2: Well. I would take uh, Utah state at 23 and a half. I got it at 25 and a half earlier in the week. So uh, I'm all over Utah state. I think without McNamara, hey, look, Utah state's a solid team. Iowa is not the type of team that can typically blow. I was good against a, a group of five or even a, a FCS team to have a close game early in the season, pretty much every year. This reeks of that. And uh, I think we're 10, 12, 13 point game here. Probably.
0: Petras apparently not on the roster. Deacon Hill, that's the Wisconsin transfer. It, what's the word on that? I I read that McNamara was not playing. Has anyone else seen seen that? I see Greg German saying he's expected to play. Yeah,
2: Questionable. Questionable. It's tough to get this college football news these days. Um, Either I, way, I would be on Utah State. Although that is a, a a big factor, I think that changes the spread by about seven yeah. to ten points if, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Like if he's starting, I think I might lean to fading
0: the points you know like uh taking taking Iowa and laying that big number. Nick, I you never you feel
1: good laying a big number with Iowa though. So I, I want to roll with what my my fourth dog in a row here and say this is just a couple too many points.
2: Yeah, okay. Uh You think not- the Brian Ference uh you know needing to score 25 is an angle because if they score 25 uh points here, they might, you know, 25 to 2, they might uh, I guess that still wouldn't cover. So
0: <laughs> it is going to be hilarious, but um yeah. I think they should get rid of that. You win the fucking games. You win the games. What's going on. Sure. Um, next up, we got ball state heading to Lexington, Kentucky catching 26 and a half points. Woo. <laughs> That's a lot of points for uh too many points, dude. And Kentucky always like struggles. I feel like, like they win, but they win by like 12 against, well, for example, last year they beat Northern Illinois 31 23. Yeah. We always put it on the main TV in the third quarter when we see Northern Illinois is like down two and you're like, Hey, maybe they got a chance. I You got to take ball state here. Plus the points, right? I'm kind of high on ball
1: state in the Mac. And uh, yeah, I think it's way too many points. I'll, I'll make it five dogs in a row. I swear I'm going to pick some favorites. They're coming, but right now uh, I, I like a lot of dogs.
0: I mean, lane Hatcher transfers in former Alabama recruit um, and you know, he's transferred everywhere, but he's like a fifth year, senior, six year, senior, they got Marquez Cooper coming in from Kent State. Kind of like the wideouts. I think they might be able to put up enough
1: points. So they're not uh, gonna miss uh, Lexington Steel too much because that guy they got coming in from Kent State's a baller.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh shout out to Kentucky. Use the promo code SGP when you sign up with for DraftKings. Patty see what are you doing here? Ball State's been your squad over the years. What are you doing here?
2: And they continue to be my squad, at least for this game. Uh Look, I got a question for both of you and I expect wildly different answers. Nick being uh, an NC State guy, Devin Leary coming in. I wonder if he's an improvement over Will Levis. Actually, I don't know whether Colby is really that impressed with Will Levis. Either way, are they upgraded at quarterback? Could this offense of Kentucky's, you know, move a little quicker down the field, put some more points on the board? Well, I'll take it first, I guess, and I would say, um, I,
1: Leary's a solid quarterback. I I would say he is a good college quarterback. I think Levis is a little bit better, so I, I would say it's a slight downgrade.
0: Yeah, Levis is a little more athletic, but to me, like Leary, look, I think Leary's solid, but he's also I don't understand. He's been so highly overrated over the, the past couple of years that I'm like. You know, people saying, oh, he's unbelievable. And I'm like, what? I don't, I'm watching the same games you're watching here. I don't understand.
2: I don't know. 35 touchdowns, five interceptions two years ago. Last year, 11 and four. Every big game, though. I don't care if he's doing that against Wofford. All right. (laughs) Well, he's got Ball State this week. That's not exactly a big game. (laughs) That's fair. Fair. Tell that
1: to your boys in Muncie. Yeah. I thought that was your (laughs) squad, buddy. (laughs) I'm on Ball State, so I'm with
0: you guys. All right. Next up, we got Arkansas State, Butch Jones. Some say it's the Butch Jones farewell tour as he heads to Norman. Uh Oklahoma's laying thirty six points. I'm actually gonna lay it, even though I don't feel good about this one, because Arkansas State, I think, is ass. Give me like a, f- give me like a final score of like fifty nine to like seventeen or something. NC Nick, what are you doing here at uh, Gaylord Stadium there in uh, Norman? I'm with ya. Lay the
1: points. I think Oklahoma, I think they have something to prove after, you know, let's face it, a bad season for them last year. I think they're going to come in and that offense is going to crank. Arkansas State, they've had a couple of recent blowouts to uh, big name schools. Last year, 45 to 12 against Ohio State. I guess they would have covered or, yeah, yeah, yeah. barely. Uh, 52 to 3 against Washington in 2021. I think Oklahoma steamrolls them here. It's about time I pick a favorite. So give me the Sooners.
2: Patty C? Oklahoma's offense did not really shine. I mean, I guess they put up uh, 48 against Texas Tech in the bowl game. but other than that, I guess they had a couple of good games. 52 games of uh, 52 points against Kansas last year, but they are not they hadn't been explosive still. Uh, Jeff Levy, Dylan Gabriel, I expect to step forward this year. I'm not sure I want to take them. I, I, I don't have a good feeling, but I'll roll Oklahoma with you. Not a lot of disagreement here.
0: Yeah. People are asking about general booty. Will he be on the field for the Sooners to get a nice NIL deal?
2: Oh, uh, is he uh, what's the deal there? Is he, is he taking over the reins no, or uh, no, it's yeah, just, he's gears. on the team.
0: Yeah. No, um. No. All right. Next up the Virginia Cavaliers. This is one of these filthy neutral site games. The sec does uh, are heading to Nashville. Hey, how about you just play this in Knoxville where college football is just a lot better. True. but then they'd have to play in
1: Charlottesville where, where, where nothing's better.
0: Yeah. Fair, (laughs) fair. Tiki Uh,
1: torches are better in charge.
0: Tennessee (laughs) is laying 27 and a half points. I'm currently seeing, I'm going to stay with this, with this mode here. I will lay the 27 and a half points against the Wahoos. I think, look, I've, I said this before. The only thing that might change is Northwestern, but I think Virginia is the worst power five. And, um, Maybe Northwestern might be worse, but I think they they lose. I'm going to call this one 52 to 14. Tennessee gets that dub. I don't
1: know if UVA is scoring 14 on them. I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to lock this up. I think Tennessee does roll big time, like 42 to 6 or something.
0: NC Nick locking up Tennessee volunteers. GBL Farms, what's the cinema Venmo? Right? (laughs) C
2: lock battle. Come on, I'm not locking you VA, but look, they didn't give up more than 38 points in the entire year. Last year. I think you guys are, you know, locked in on a hating Tony Elliott and B, you know, thinking that uh, the sky has fallen and Charlottesville look, I do expect Tennessee to get off and start moving the ball, especially in the second half it's going to get close to 28. I don't have a great feel on this one either. It could easily happen, but I'm taking my wahoos to get this cover. Wow, Patty C going with the Zwahoos,
0: of course. Of course. (laughs) Um, Grain of salt. Grain of salt. NC Nick locking up the Tennessee Volunteers minus 27 and a half. You might even be able to find a 27 out there, Nick. Um, anyway. I I, I bet it at 27 and a half. There we go. Uh, Louisiana Tech, somehow, someway, the Bachmeyer era started off with a dub, even though they were losing for 58 minutes of that game. Uh, they head to SMU where this line has skyrocketed they're catching 20
2: and a half currently I don't know why what Vegas saw last week in Louisiana Tech uh 22-17 win against FIU maybe they don't respect FIU that much but that seems like a big line it's too where of really? the line
1: at 20 and a half 20 and a half okay yeah I think it's a little too many points I, I'm kind of high on SMU this year too but Is it beneficial for Law Tech to have the Week Zero game? I I think ATS records last couple years proves otherwise almost. Where we think, you know, common sense would say it's good for that team to come in with little experience under their belt. But I don't have the stats in front of me. But I I don't think those ATS records have that been have been that good Week One. But uh, I'm taking the points, man. I
0: think you got to take the points. SMU's defense has been questionable. They were in the hundreds last year. Until I see otherwise. I don't even know if Rhett Lash is a great coach, so I'll I'll take the points. I'm not locking it, but I feel decent about this one. Patty C, what are you doing here at General Ford Stadium?
2: Uh, you know, you know what? This reminds me, Preston Stone, uh, big recruit Chandler Morris, another guy in that Dallas area, a big time recruit. Oh, you expect him to throw the ball all over the field? We don't know if that's going to happen. I guess Preston Stone has proven it a little bit before, but. Um, look, I just don't think, uh, I think for Louisiana tech proved last week, it's a too big of a number for me to bribe SMU too big of a number.
0: There we go. All right. Next up, Uh, let's go to NC Nick on this one. Cause the ACC Boston college, golden Eagles kicking off the season with a bang when Northern Illinois comes to town, the last two times these split teams have played, which has been in the past decade, BC has escaped by a field goal in each of those games. So when I see this line sitting at eight and a half, BC late eight and a half, I say, what are they doing here? When you got Rocky Lombardi, you got a fucking Lombardi. who's like <laughs> thirty years old. Um, I will take the points in Northern Illinois, but I'm curious how how do you think your uh, your Boston College Eagles will do in the ACC for uh, game one there?
1: Well, so I had the same initial reaction as you. At first, I was like, oh, give me give me the points. We've we've seen BC do this, you know, in the non-con before, where they either barely beat. A G five opponent or lose to a G five opponent, but then when I was thinking about this, I, I'm kind of turning the corner on BC. I'm buying in a little bit. I like what I saw from Emmett Moorhead at quarterback. They got all five offensive linemen returning. Returning. I'm actually going to lay the points. I think Boston College wins by two touchdowns.
0: Whoo! This guy diving into his ACC stuff. Patty C, what are you doing here? <laughs>
2: You know, I've been waffling back and forth on this, but I think I am going to roll uh, NIU. I think Tommy hammock, like we say, uh, one good year, one bad year. Last year was a tough one. They're going to bounce back this year. And eight and a half, just a tad too much. Uh, Boston College doesn't generally uh, put it on teams very often, so I think uh, I think NIU will get the cover.
0: There we go. Shout out to Magic Rocky Man Lombardi, baby. Yes, Magic Man blocker in the chat saying, "Damn boys, it's been a minute for a live show, but always." Listen and appreciate the best in the business. Let's get at it. There we go. Long time fan there. Shout out to uh Magic Man Blanco. Hell of a good guy. Um, next up, we go to West Lafayette. Where can I just go ahead and say this? Wrong team favored? Purdue is laying three and a half or four against Jeff Tedford and Fresno State as the Ryan Walters era kicks in West Lafayette. I'm sure they'll have all those Boilermaker fans all loaded. But I think Fresno State. Is the better football team. I will take Fresno State. And I, I'm not just going to take the points here, even though you might just want to do that to cover your ass. But plus, what is it, 155? Yeah, Noah's got it at four, by the way. I'm sorry. I was reading off this. But yeah, at four, there's three and a half, four. Get out there. What are you doing here, Nick? I
1: completely agree. Purdue, new coach, new quarterback, new system. Trust in Tedford. Go Fresno on the road. I'm gonna lock this one up too, guys. Give me those four points.
0: NC Nick locking up the Bulldogs. Let's go. DD in the chat saying
2: Fresno by 16. Gonna put it on a Patty C. What are you doing here? I'm all over the Bulldogs, but one thing I think uh, you know I I hadn't realized that I've I've come come to understand recently is how good. Purdue is in the trenches. That's a little bit of a concern, but um, look, like we said, Fresno with the experience, uh, Mikey Keen coming in, I think he'll uh, come in seamlessly. The road environment probably not too bad. I think Fresno does get it done, and probably a good money line play. There. I feel like that place. Uh, I think gets maybe lit, the better though. value play. What's that? I feel like that place gets lit. Yeah, maybe a little He's, bit. Uh, yeah. The better value play, I think, uh, is the over 47 and a half. I think both these teams can move the ball a little bit. I mean, obviously, I like uh, that call, Jackie like over there. Yeah,
0: Fair. Yeah. I like that as well. All right, moving along the Western Carolina Catamounts. Shout out to <laughs> Weehawk. Weehawk, shout out to Weehawk, uh, Kerwin Bell. Do you guys remember that clip of that guy who scores a touchdown in the CFL and he spikes the ball and the ball goes off the astroturf right into his nuts? That was Kerwin Bell. That was Kerwin Bell. And then Bell. the guy
2: punches him in the face yes. right after that. Yes.
0: <laughs> the so fantastic. Ever. absolutely fantastic. Go search that on on YouTube if you have not. Uh they are heading to Lafayette, what am I talking about here? Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh where Arkansas is laying 35 and a half points. Sam pulled pork Pittman, breaking in new coordinators, Dan Enos and Travis Williams. What are you guys doing here, Nick?
1: too many points, man, especially with an Arkansas squad who lost a lot. I know they still got rocket Sanders. I know they still got KJ Jefferson that offense is still, you know, dynamite, but all new receiving core. Uh, I'm going to take the points.
0: I'm with you. I think, uh, I mean, I'm high on Western Carolina this year. I think it's going to be interesting to see Travis Williams defense last year the arkansas defense especially the pass defense was terrible and that's a skill of western carolina as they go out and get charlie dean from from a uh, harvard um so i think they'll be able to throw the ball a little bit i'll take the catamounts
2: and the 35 and a half patty C. it's a lot of points still kj jefferson coming back i think they're just a, a supremely talented team uh, arkansas you said 35 and a half yeah the hooks a little scary but I'll still roll Razorbacks.
0: And Weehawk says that game's in Little Rock. Correct? That is right. It is in Little Rock, not Fayetteville. They do that a lot. I yeah. don't know
2: why they they're have a contractually mutual-
0: uh, obligated. I think.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I they're think trying they're, to get support from the whole state, man.
0: Yeah, that's why they they have a state law that says they can't play Arkansas State. There's filthy fucking whores. Um, all right, moving moving to Colorado Springs. Patty C. Your boy Troy Calhoun, who might have duped me, huh? Uh, he's they're playing Robert Morris Air Force taking on good old Robert Morris Bernard Clark, the head coach of Robert Morris. NC Nick might remember him from his Miami Hurricane days. Uh, this is a line where the hell is this line? Uh, Air Force laying 45 and a half. <laughs> Robert Morris was winless a year ago.
2: <laughs> I'll take the points. I'll take the points. Uh, I'm laying them. <laughs> I'm laying them, baby. Uh, what What do we know about uh, John Lee Eldridge? Um, is he going to be at fullback or is he staying at the uh, slot or the the wing?
0: I, I I would be surprised if he's at fullback.
2: They they played with it, but I do think they moved him back to wing. He's got enough explosiveness that if he was at the fullback and getting all those carries, that he might be able to you know really explode and make that offense go. But it's probably a little more conservative, so. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'll uh maybe I'll take the points.
1: Hey, uh, Robert Morris played a couple um FBS games last year. Lost at Miami of Ohio 31-14. Lost at App State 42 to 3. Give me the points, I suppose.
0: There we go. Let's go. Uh in Oxford, Mississippi. The Mercer Bears who got a week zero game in. Man,
1: Molly's that offense did not
0: 40-point
2: spreads here.
0: 31 and a half only. Is that it? 31 and a half. I'll lay the point at Ole Miss. Yeah. Lay it.
2: Patty? Hold on. I, I didn't even it's Mercer and whom? At Ole Miss. At Ole Miss, 31 and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I'll lay that. Come on. It's almost lockworthy, right? Yeah, Mercer did not look that good last they week. They did not. <laughs> I I feel like should we lock this? Probably. Probably. I feel like Old Mi- uh Lane is the type Let's of go. dude that would Let's go. You know, keep the foot on the gas. You don't you don't slow up in a track, mate. and track me. And I believe that Lane Kiffin uh, buys into that ideology. Let's lock it. Let's go. Triple lock. Nah, I'm not touching it. Oh,
0: after all that. After double all lock. that. Double lock. Um, all right, moving along, we now jump over to Philadelphia. I'm excited to watch this game. And I might be the only person in America excited <laughs> to watch this game the Akron zips are heading into Philadelphia to that filthy, filthy stadium at NFL stadium uh, to take on temple. Owls temple is letting you about this game. <laughs> uh, well, I can, you, you ready for this? Yeah. Uh, lay it out. I'm on the over on Ak- Akron. I locked this up. I am excited to watch Joe Moorhead year two. And then Temple's got one of the most exciting offenses I think in America with EJ, EJ Warner. EJ Warner. Both those wideouts. Stan Drayton did, did I thought a great job on the offensive side of the ball. Can he fix the defensive side of the ball with Everett Withers coming in? We'll see. But I'll take the 10 and a half or 10 on uh and uh, on the Akron Zips. I I I I wouldn't be surprised if the Akron won it out right. Nick, what are you doing here?
1: I do really like the Temple offense. I think it's going to be dangerous this year. But at the end of the day, it was just a three win team from a year ago. And I think laying anything more than a touchdown sounds like too much to me. So I'm on the same side as you taking the points again.
0: This is almost lockworthy to me.
2: I'm not touching this game. This well, is close I'm- to lockworthy. What are you doing, Patty? After all the hype I heard you guys give Temple throughout the whole offseason. And uh, look, I just think, uh, what is it? EJ uh, Warner. Warner. EJ Warner. Look, Kurt's I- son. I- Kurt, son, I I feel like I should be taking Temple on that, but now you guys have convinced me. I guess I got to go Akron here.
0: Not locking it, huh? I'm the only Not one close it. to locking that. This could be a lock by Saturday morning. How many that-
2: fans will be in the stadium? What's the over under on fans in the stadium? Uh, That's the better no question. Way. That's
0: why they should play at the MLS stadium. You know, they could yeah. probably pack that thing. Instead, they say, "Let's go have a terrible environment." Um. But look, uh, this might be a lock by Saturday morning. You let me have a few more NyQuil's, mix it with some of those rum punches I've been drinking. This might be a uh, <laughs> this might be a lock come Saturday morning. All right, that's why you get the and app. Not sure you're supposed to be store. mixing those. <laughs> yeah, that's a myth. All right, that's a myth. Uh, there's I got plenty of evidence on that. I mean, call me on. sipping on scissor over there. That's what I'm saying there's plenty. Got I mean, that purple drink. That's what I'm saying. Prince, Prince, for years would drink that, and you know, the artist Prince. What what got him was yeah. he, he was drinking formerly that shit. known. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're good, we're good there, guys. Um, proper here. <laughs> all right, this is one I'm super excited for. Northern Iowa is coming into Ames, Iowa. Ooh man, what if I told you the last time these teams played, I think t- the last two times they've played. So Iowa state won 16, 10 in 2021. And the game before that went to triple overtime. So woo, watch out when you're playing these Panthers. Uh, this is a game that uh, where's this, where's this line here? I saw it earlier, but I'm scattered everywhere. Um, either way, Northern Illinois, I'm sorry. Northern Iowa is uh, projected to be one of the better teams. So Iowa state is laying 14 and a half points. We should lock this. We should really bet this. No, Jaleel Brock transferred,
2: right? No, he didn't transfer.
0: He's just he not transfer. playing college football.
2: Okay. Um, and then do we know what what's the rest of the suspension news uh on the Iowa State side?
0: They're starting defensive tackle.
2: Deckers is, is, is yeah. not playing.
0: Yes. Uh they've lost a ton. All right. Like I don't know the I don't have it in front of me, but uh they've lost a ton of players. And Meanwhile, Mark Farley, 23rd season at UNI. Theo Day back at the quarterback spot, one of the best quarterbacks in all the FCS.
1: I will this enough times. My only problem with UNI is that last three years, they're about a 500 team.
0: But that's because that conference is insane.
1: Seems like they plateaued in like the late, what, 18, 19, 17, somewhere around there. And they've just been pretty average so far. But I'm with you, though. Give me the points. I'm locking this.
0: Lock it up. Let me say this.
2: What's that? Let's dive a little deeper here. Northern Iowa's ability to keep it close against the likes of Iowa in particular, over and over, is understandable because Iowa plays conservative (laughs) football. But Iowa State with Matt Campbell, A, Matt Campbell's the type of coach that would have his backups ready to play. And they're a more explosive system than Iowa would be. Wait, so maybe wait, 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 wait. I mean, They're I'm not co- super explosive. I'm
0: quoting the past two times they've played Iowa State.
2: What were those scores again? Sixteen, 16 to 10.
0: ten, and then a triple overtime game the the time before 26
2: And when were, the, were those both the, while Campbell, Campbell was Campbell, coaching? Yeah,
1: nineteen and twenty one. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> Let's yeah, go with the points, guys. Yeah. I'm locking this. You guys aren't coming. I don't host the FCS uh, gambling podcast, so I don't think so.
0: I smell a coward. <laughs> I smell Matt a coward. A this really a good coach, man. It's a fucking lock. It's a lock. It's a lock. All right, I'll lock it. I'll lock it. Let's go. All right, duck into it. There go we go. <laughs> this is a classic little brother angle, man. They they circle this is their whole season. Let's go. And well, there's, there's a, on Northern Iowa gambling. <laughs>
2: Apparently, the whole state. That's is. a good. That's <laughs> a good true. point. That is a very Port good point. And gambling. Yeah, mix very well.
0: All right. Next up, we go to uh, Jacksonville, Alabama. Can Richrod go two and zero as he takes on East Tennessee State? Jacksonville State is currently laying nine and a half points. Nick. <coughs>
1: Fuck. Hey, you kind of wonder if there's a letdown here. I mean, I think East Tennessee, the boys from Johnson City always <sighs> feel a pretty good team, but last year they weren't that great. Just three and nine. So, you know what? Give me Jacksonville State. Lay the points.
2: Patty, you know, th-
0: the flip side of that is <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm dying over here, dude. Go.
2: <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: Oh, was it his internet? Or is it my 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 being sick? Uh,
1: I hear you fine, Colby. So it must be Patty C's internet. His sex dungeon must be, yeah. be buffering. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's probably downloading a uh, position impossible at the same time. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know what the fuck he was gonna say. I'll actually I'll actually it probably wasn't that good, so <laughs> what nine and a half. I, I think you're right, though. I think I take Jacksonville State. Yeah. All right. It is a letdown spot in a way. You won your first FBS game. Could the Buccaneers come out there and 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 you know, take advantage of that potentially. So uh, that is that is in the cards. But I think I will lay the nine and a half. So yeah, moneyline Mac brings up a good point that Iowa State's got Iowa on deck as well. Patty C, we didn't understand your your screen froze because you were uh, d- downloading Position Impossible. We th- we think. Uh,
2: what what? I'm back. Uh, I yeah. Internet just figured it out. I thought Who, for a who'd second. Who'd you take and in the Jacksonville State game? Uh, look, I think uh, on the on the flip side of what Nick was saying, you know, you got you get over game one jitters and you're back to uh, the team you regularly are. Meanwhile, East Tennessee's I'm going Oh man. this way. can keep
1: up. Look, I'm on Jacksonville State. That's the answer. Okay. Patty's going to be on Jacksonville State every week. I think we can move on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh next up, We go to Eugene, Oregon, where we got a little, a little in-state battle, Portland state catching 47 points at Oregon. (laughs) That's as a, this is an easy play. I think you take a, take Oregon. I think Oregon will probably score. Give me like a 62 to seven final
1: Nick. Yeah. Portland state lost 52 to six at Washington last year. Uh they kept it within 20 at Washington State the year before, but yeah, I, I think Patrick Nixon that offense gets going early. Give me the ducks.
0: Magic Man Blanco said, quack, 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 take the ducks. Patty C what are you doing here in Eugene? <clears throat> okay. Next up. Um <clears throat> South Florida's taking on Western Kentucky. Um, finally
1: two FBS teams that, that doesn't have a 40 point spread.
0: Yes, the Hill, the the go tops, go tops, right? The Hilltoppers are laying 11 and a half points against Alex Galesh. Patty C uh, was hammered the other night on our show and he said that uh, South Florida's is going to have what five double digit win seasons or something in the next 10 years. I don't, something, <laughs> something like that. Why is he such a big Alex Galesh fan? Can you explain that to me? Um, I, I just maybe, I don't know, maybe the Josh Hypo offense, I don't know. Hmm maybe the fact he's from Russia, Patty sees always he, he rooted for Yvonne Drago and in, in Rocky four, perhaps, perhaps that I'm not sure, but uh, uh, no collusion um, and uh, 11 and a half points. I am intrigued because I kind of thought, you know, what I think I'm going to take the points. I think South Florida will be able to, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, I think South Florida will be able to, to stay in this game enough. I'll take the 11 and a half Western Kentucky wins. Nick, what are you doing here?
1: It's an interesting game. I mean, South Florida, I think they've had a decent level of talent on that team the last couple of years. I just think, you know, the coach was dog shit, but I can't go against my Hilltoppers. I'm I'm very high on them this year. I think that offense, I mean, there, there's no stopping it. So, and they're at home as well. Give me Western Kentucky lay the points.
0: Patty C, are you with us? I don't think that's uh the right answer, Patty C. <laughs> Paging Patty C. Uh okay. Um Yes, GBF Farms, he's Russian. Uh with a name like Patty, huh? That's um, fake. Yeah. It's, it's real name is Nikolai. Yeah. <laughs> N- Nikolai C. Um Tennessee State is t- is t- or so or no, Boris. no- Sorry. Notre-, Notre Dame is taking on their first ever FCS and this spread is sitting at forty eight and a half. Oh, Eddie we have George. To these. <laughs> Eddie George. Yes. Yes, buddy. He's got Draylen Ellis back at the quarterback spot. Oh, they cover this. They're going to cover this.
1: I feel like Notre Dame's going to call off the dogs early here. I I guess I'm with you.
0: Yeah. Give me like a 49-7 final score. Take Tennessee State to get it done. Um next up, we got UMass Auburn. This line was at 39 and a half before UMass came down to Las Cruces and put the kabosh on Jerry Kill. Now it's at 35.
1: NC Nick, what are you doing here? I think I'm I think I'm I'm with you because I know this is how you're going. And you Matt showed me enough where I think they can keep it close against another brand new head coach with a brand new system with a brand new quarterback. Yes.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. look, I would like more than 35, so might want to wait right before the kick. I would, if if you're gonna bet this, I would wait right before the kick and see if you can get 35 and have something like that. But give me the minute men. Plus the points perhaps last week
1: was an aberration and the scores like 59, nothing It's possible.
2: Uh, is your internet's working Patty C I dialed up the personal hotspot on the phone. Cause I got some idiotic internet. So we'll see if this holds up, but there's a hotspot uh, in the sex dungeon. That's right. Yeah, hello. Yeah. That's right. Always a hotspot. Several uh, hotspots.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. I don't know. Patty C
2: I think we got to move on.
0: Uh, so moving along, um, Buffalo is taking on Wisconsin. This game I'm intrigued by because the badgers are laying 28 points NC Nick 28 points. This line keeps going up and I don't understand it. Buffalo was a bull team a year ago. I like the bulls. First time you're running in the air raid, all that shit jump around. Okay. I'll take the Buffalo bulls plus the 28. They hang in this game enough. Give me like a, uh, like a 49, 24 type of final. What are you doing here?
1: I think if there's a chance they cover, I think they need to limit Wisconsin to like in the thirties or something, because I don't think Buffalo is going to put up 24. Uh, But I do think there's a decent chance they'll cover just because Wisconsin has a brand new system. I think we mentioned it. The Badgers are must-watch football because they're just completely changing their approach to the game of football. So uh, this one will be interesting to watch. See if Buffalo can can hang in there with them. I think they can do just just enough to cover.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they get. That's why I was, I was surprised. Was that like 24, 25 jumps up to twenty eight? I think you some people the are Buffalo really high Bulls. on Wisconsin. Yeah, I think Phil Steele's one of them. No, it's still. I mean, come on, twenty eight. twenty eight. All right. I agree. Uh, uh, DB Cooper's cracking me up in the chat. Um, next up, Ohio state heading to Bloomington, Indiana, where Indiana is catching 30, 30 and a half search around <sighs> tell, tell me
1: why we should, we shouldn't lock up the Buckeyes. What? Cause, cause Stroud is gone and McCord is getting the, I mean, does it doesn't matter? They're going to plug and I play. took
0: Indiana, but I didn't,
1: you took Indiana last two years, 56, 14, 56 to seven, I'm taking the Buckeyes for sure. And I, I might lock it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you just swayed me to change my pick buddy. All right. Uh, So there is that. It's easy to see a tide turn. Um, Okay. You convinced me. Give me Ohio state minus the 30 and a half. I'm not locking it though. You locking it. No, not right now. I might. All right. Moving along. Uh, next we go to Seattle Washington where Boise State is catching 14 and a half points in in Seattle there'll be people sailgating. Will they be people crying in sail- sailgating that might be a thing because Boise State is had a this the best game of the day. I think there's a game in New Orleans that is very underrated, but this is right up there.
1: I know what you're talking about
0: yeah I That's think a good one yeah
1: but and but you know what I'm taking the points too.
0: Come I on, think I Boise. Have to. Yeah. Boise's Boise
1: has up. such a track record of going yeah. into hostile environments and winning or keeping it close. You give me more than a touchdown. I'm going Boise, regardless of how explosive that Washington offense is.
0: Yeah. I, I'm with you. 14 and a half. You know, I think Boise's defense is solid. Andy Avalos, that's a specialty play defense, uh, played linebacker at Boise State. Um, And Taylor Green. Can do enough with his legs to pose some problems for the Washington defense. I'll take the points as well. I'm always scared though because you got Washington's offense can score fast, for sure. So like this is one where like you could be looking good at halftime, and all of a sudden Washington scores like three or four touchdowns in a row.
1: Yeah, this Boise offense is more run dependent. Yeah, you know, uh, Talon Green, not the most prolific passer. You know, early in his career. So you're right. If, If if things you know go bad quickly. They, they could unravel, but uh nah, give me a boise, man.
0: Yeah, I'm still taking Boise as well. Look at Jamie H O V
1: in the chat. There we go. Hell yeah. Sh-
0: shout out to shout out to him. Yes. Lock in Boise says moneyline Mac. Do we got Patty C back? Does he have Pat?
2: Hey. <laughs> we'll see how long this lasts. I mean, we might get ten seconds, we might get fifteen seconds. Come on, internet. Let's go that's pretty hard. long for you, Patty C. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Patty C Maybe uh, back in college. I'm up to 30 now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Patty See Boise State getting 14 and a half at Washington. What are you doing?
2: Oh, I'm all over Boise State. Come on, oh, you're going to give me that hook
0: too. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh Easy money. Ohio State laying 30 and a half at Indiana. 30 and a half at Indiana.
2: New quarterback, McCord. do you think he's uh I th- Feel like it's plug and play at the quarterback position with Ohio State. Uh, 30 and a half. I think Ohio, I don't know, that's close, but I think I do think Ohio State gets it. Then again, sometimes they're known to lay some first half clunkers, you know. I, I think I think Nick
0: swayed me to take Ohio State there, but I think he brings up some good points. I life. got
2: no
1: faith in the Hoosiers this year. I think they're gonna be bad.
0: Yeah, fair, very fair. All right, folks, I'm gonna conclude side A here. Uh, stick around if you're watching on YouTube. Um, You know, uh, just be patient here.